Hello and welcome to the Top 5, where each week I discuss my top 5 takeaways from the NASCAR race. This week, Michigan International Speedway. Hello, welcome to the Top 5. I'm your host, Connor. Thanks for checking us out. This week, I'll be breaking down my Top 5 takeaways from the race at Michigan International Speedway. I was lucky enough to attend this race in person with my family, uh, but I also watched it when I got home to have a better understanding of what uh, what everything happened. So before we get into that, though, I would like to request that you check out my Facebook page. Just search The Top 5. Also, uh, you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Top 5. I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh good bad or indifferent and let's have a fun conversation about nascar so without any further ado let's get into this week's top five number one all right i might be biased but mis is my favorite track it's also my home track i've been to i don't know 25 30 races there if not more um so it was exciting for me to go but as we were walking into the track, the skies opened up and it started pouring. And it didn't look promising. As a matter of fact, I was shocked that they got the race in. Sitting in the stands looking uh, off behind us, it looked like there was another rain shower coming pretty much the whole time. But uh, maybe it was the vortex, as DW used to say, or, or just good old-fashioned luck. But that said, with the rain coming right before the start of the race... Uh, they were able to get the track dried off, changed a lot. Um, I'm shocked at how short the delay was, really. By the time we got in uh, and up to our seats, uh, it was pretty much a dry track, and they were they were taking the covers off the cars. Uh, I also sat at the end, the turn four end of the main grandstand. I usually sit at the turn one end. So it was a much different view for me. I thought it was pretty cool. Watching the cars enter pit road versus watching them exit pit road was unique. Uh, and I'm happy I got that perspective. I think that I should try different perspectives instead of the same seats every year moving forward. That's a, that's a personal note, not really anything to do with the race itself. Uh, and then lastly, for the pre-race, Bubba Wallace was on the pole. I'm sure that chapped a lot of people for some reason. Uh, I've discussed this previously. I don't understand why Bubba Wallace is so hated, but he's apparently a villain for some reason. Uh, but it was his first career pole. Good for him. He got up front and led a lot. But let's get into the actual racing. Number two. So, as previously mentioned, Bubba Wallace led uh, the beginning. Joey Logano gave him a good push on the start of the race to get him out to the lead. He led a lot early, uh, but then there was a competition caution at lap 20 because of the rain. Um, everyone pitted, or not everyone pitted actually, which is why on the restart, J.J. Yelly in the middle of the field, mid-pack, got sideways, had to check up and took out a ton of good cars uh he took out uh austin sendrick kyle bush eric amarola 
Chase Elliott barely got through. He was right behind that. Uh, it's frustrating. J.J. Yaley didn't even have sponsors on his car. He's not a cup driver. Why he was there at all. And, and the inability to check up, the whole thing looked like it happened in slow motion. He He just didn't need to be where he was. The only positive of that, and I've said it a million times, anytime Kyle Busch is out of a race, it's a good race for me. And having been there, I was curious if you could hear it on TV. And I, when I watched it back, you could. The crowd went wild. I mean, I haven't heard an MIS crowd that loud since Junior won there. They went wild when Kyle Busch got out. That was cool to see. Um, Speaking of watching on TV, I love Dale Jr. Dale Jr. was my guy, but he's not a play-by-play guy. And I think that NBC is trying to have more junior on the broadcast to boost their ratings. It's not working. Great color commentator, but not a good play-by-play guy. Uh, as much as I dislike, uh, and I can't even think of his name, the play-by-play guy on, on NBC, unfortunately, he is better than Dale Jr. NBC's coverage of these races has been absolutely pitiful and i hope when the next contract comes around nbc doesn't uh doesn't get the races anymore uh christopher bell won stage uh stage one uh and then in stage two there was nothing too exciting um on green flag pit stops ross chastain had an uncontrolled tire he actually had two uncontrolled tires and he could, maybe could have gotten away with the first one. The second one rolled all the way out on the pit, pit road. Uh, so he had to do a pass-through. And at Michigan, you get a lap down like that, your day's pretty much over. I mean, you can make it up, uh, taking the wave around and whatnot, but such a big track. And uh, the cars get so spread out on long green flag runs. It's really, really hard to to make it all the way back it's happened but you know i I saw bobby labani spin through the grass early in a race and then come back and win it but it's it's hard uh and that's a bummer for him he's had such an up and down year winning races and then being in in controversy to have your pit crew basically lose you the race it's got to be really hard uh, 11 to go, Noah Gregson, uh, something broke on his car, and watching him crab walk around the track was kind of neat. Uh, and then Denny Hamlin, good old Dennis Hamlin, won stage two. Let's get on to the end of the race, and my next point. Number three. Nothing really crazy happened in stage three. Uh, Christopher Bell and Ross Chastain got into each other on the front stretch, bringing out the caution. And I think the main reason that that's even noteworthy is this is the first wreck in a long time that wasn't uh, Ross Chastain's fault. And I think Ross Chastain would even admit that himself. Uh, Christopher Bell tried to throw a block and Chastain was already there. So there's no way that he could. Um, other than that, Kevin Harvick won the race. Good for him. He snapped a long, uh, long winless streak, and that was his 65th race win. That's impressive. 
I guess I didn't realize uh, they said in the broadcast he's 46 years old. I didn't realize that he was that old. But he has been around a long, long time. I mean, he, he came in in 01 when, uh, when Senior died. So that's 20-plus years of racing. That's a long time. I don't expect much from him in the playoffs. As a matter of fact, if if we get uh, more than 16 winners, which we're getting close, we only have two more, uh, I, I could see him not even making the playoffs, even though he won. He'll probably be a first round out, maybe a second round out, but good for him. And then lastly, on the actual race itself, Bubba Wallace finished second and then cried afterwards. Man, Bubba Wallace makes it difficult to uh, stick up for him sometimes. You just gotta, gotta stop doing that stuff, Bubba. Finish second, do your post-race interview, and move on. But this crying afterwards, you're, you're giving fuel to the people that hate you. Again, I don't know why they hate him so much. Uh, I I think we know why, but just re- ridiculous reasons to hate Bubba Wallace. And just feeling the fire. I get it. You're an emotional guy. It's an emotional sport. Cry after a win all you want. Second place, you got you got to keep it in, bud. So that was the race at MIS. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I sure did. It was my favorite race of the year, uh, only because I was there. Let's get on to the playoff standings, though. Number four. There are three races left into the playoffs. They couldn't be three more different tracks. And by my count, there is one driver that is in the playoffs that doesn't have a win right now, and that's Ryan Blaney. I could see uh, Martin Truex Jr., Eric Jones, Eric Almarola. I could see any of these guys getting a win at Richmond, Watkins Glen, but then the 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 key is Daytona. It's such a uh, such an odd track that anybody could really get the win there. Somebody deep in the field could get a a Hail Mary type win and really just throw everything off. I will be shocked if we don't have seventeen or eighteen. If if all three of these races are non playoff drivers that get the win, I wouldn't be shocked. If all three are playoff drivers that that didn't uh, that get the win, I won't be shocked. Uh, your your guys up at the top: Chase Elliott, Chastain, uh, Logano, uh, Briscoe. Multiple win drivers. They're they're a lock. They'll be no worries, no problem. But Kevin Harvick, Austin Sendrick, Alex Bowman, and Alex Bowman has been struggling the last handful of uh, weeks, really last few months after a, a really solid start to the season. So it's going to be incredibly interesting to see how this fares out. I'll be here to report, and uh, I look forward to it. My last point is always looking forward to next week. Number five. Number five, lastly, looking forward, uh, Richmond. 
the cool thing about Richmond, especially the fall race at Richmond, uh, well, two things. First of all, it ran during the day, which really changes the track. It makes it a lot more racy. At night, it's a single lane track during the day for whatever reason, especially when the sun's out and it's hot. It's a two lane track uh, and it should be should be a fun race to watch. But also the tensions of the season have built up and this is when drivers get their their payback, especially coming into the playoffs. You can really affect a guy's uh, standings if you take him out at Richmond. So that'll be fun to see. I wouldn't be surprised to see Ross Chastain not make it through the race and any other drivers that that have beef. This is where it will get either settled or stoked up. I also wouldn't be surprised to see a post-race fight of some kind. It's always seemed to have high tensions after Richmond. So I'm excited to watch it. Uh, my prediction is Blaney gets the win. Uh, if not Blaney, Martin Truex. Those two guys have been fighting hard. They've been up front. They're due. And I feel like if I just keep predicting that one of them will get the win, eventually I'll be right. So we will see. I will be here to report back. I cannot wait to watch it. Uh, and thanks for tuning in to the top five. I really appreciate it. I would like to remind you one more time. Please go to Facebook and search the top five. All spelled out, not the number five. Uh, also, patreon.com forward slash the top five. Share your thoughts with me. Good, bad, or indifferent. I want to hear them. And let's have a fun conversation about NASCAR. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the top five. I'm Kyle.